Kia ora, Kofu Smith Ahau. Now Mikey welcome to the house. It's Thursday already, and just like that, it's the end of the new Parliament's hectic first week, with just two weeks to go before Christmas. The original plan for today's show was to look at the 54th Parliament's very first question time, a chance to observe the reverse of who asks and who answers, and the very first full run around the field for the new ref, Jerry Brownlee. But Parliament's early business today was delayed by more than an hour by a debate over what should be said in a motion regarding the Gaza-Israeli conflict. So we'll attempt to read the tea leaves of the first question time on Sunday instead. Today began with this. Uh, I move that this House express grave concern at the ongoing violence in Israel and the occupied Palestinian territories. (coughs) Unequivocally condemn the Hamas terrorist attack on 7 October. 2023 and call for the release of all hostages. Call on all parties involved in the conflict as well as countries with influence in the region to take urgent steps towards establishing a ceasefire. Recognize for later, right Damien O'Connor took a call and suggested an amendment with somewhat stronger language. His amendment, like all the amendments but one by Phil Twyford, was opposed by National Act and New Zealand First and so failed. In his speech to discuss that amendment, he was pretty fired up. A call to an end to this depravity, this genocide, this slaughter. That's what it is. No nice words can change the reality of that for women and children and innocent people in Gaza and now increasingly in the West Bank. There is no excuse for what might have started this. Before the Speaker pulled him back on topic, it appeared that O'Connor was going as far as suggesting that the Israeli Prime Minister's legal difficulties might be influencing his government's actions. For the Greens, Marama Davidson also had many strong words. Condemned all violence, including the attacks by Hamas on October 7. But it is intolerable and grotesque to suggest the actions of the Israeli government are self-defence. This is retaliation against civilians and the international community has a duty to not let it continue. For National, Todd McClay used much more traditionally diplomatic phrasings. We're extremely concerned about the renewed hostilities and its disastrous impact upon civilians. And Mr Speaker, we've called on all parties, as well as countries with influence in the region, to take urgent steps towards establishing a ceasefire. He did, though, have some demands for both sides in the conflict. Hamas must cease its attack on Israel, and Hamas must cease using civilian infrastructure and its deplorable use of human shields. We continue to call for food, water, fuel, medical supplies, and other humanitarian aid to get to civilians in Gaza with the utmost urgency. Speaking for the ACT Party, Simon Court focused on the Israeli and Jewish points of view. What many have described as an occupation of the land of Israel, Israeli people, Jewish people, call home. The trauma of October the 7th has reignited the worst memories of the Holocaust, not just in New Zealand's Jewish community, but in Jewish people around the world. At the opposite end of the spectrum from ACT, but speaking next, was Te Pāti Māori and Deborah Narewa-Packer. We have seen the bombing of hospitals. We have seen the bombing of homes, refugee camps, schools, churches, for goodness sake. That's not self-defence. 
The use of white phosphorus in densely populated areas is not self-defence. Collective punishment of civilians by cutting off food, water and medical supplies is not self-defence. The murder of tamariki, no matter whose tamariki they are, is not self-defence. We are witnessing the ethnic cleansing and the attempted genocide of a people, the Palestinian people. Like most speakers, Labour's Phil Twyford suggested another amendment, and it was the only one accepted. It added support for a two-state solution, a long-time New Zealand position. His speech focus was on the illegal occupation, but he had evidently noticed the very cautious language from Nationals MP Todd McClay. I call on the government to resist the nervous and overcautious advice of its foreign affairs officials, who, as always, will be worried about being out of step with Canberra and Washington and do the right thing. Despite quite a few ructions during the debate, the amended motion was agreed unanimously. And so eventually, the House got on with the more normal housing. You've been listening to the House. It's a whakaranga koe ki te whare. He hotake a poake nga teitahi putia afene. Nau mai. I te paramata. Mātua.